guys. Oh, shit. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is... I'm sorry. This is I have a couple of fuckheads with me that <laughs> don't know how to fucking be on a podcast. This is Kenny. And you're Paul Damien. <laughs> I said that. I know, but I was also talking at the same time as you. And this week we're talking about... Yeah, we gotta be we gotta be nice to each other. It's the Christmas season. Yeah, what are we yeah. doing coming in so angry? This is Paul hey guys. Damien. Uh, happy holidays. Yeah. Yes, happy holidays. Happy, happy no matter going good. no so. matter what you celebrate, it could be Charles Manson Day yeah. for all I give Whoa. a shit about. And we're we're here for the holidays. Yeah. Um, this week we're talking about Afterlift by Chip Zdarsky and Jason Liu. Um, this is a Comicsology exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, I meant to look up to see if there was a physical version of this book because I remember hearing somewhere, at some point, that there was going to be one. But let me let me look it up real quick. Um, does anyone want to try and make up a quick synopsis about this book? Like, if so, you had to explain it in, like, two sentences. Well, see, that's what is a little bit of a tricky thing about this book is that I tried to tell some people about it. And uh-huh. the premise is one of those that to try to tell anyone about, they're like, that sounds fucking lame as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, but it's from one of the best writers, and so he made it really good for what it is. You just got to trust me on that one. So it's a, it's a story about uh, a Lyft driver who's essentially recruited to escort a soul... To the underworld. To the afterlife. To the afterlife. Yeah. Specifically hell. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, that's a good premise. Mm-hmm. I. That's interesting that... No, I mean, there's a part of me that when I heard about this book, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds neat, I guess. But it's, it because like, it was Chip Zdarsky's name attached to it, I was like, oh, that sounds fucking dope. It sounds like a pun turned into a book where yeah. it's like, it's the afterlift. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. that's actually what kind of put me off about reading it and it kind of took me a while to start reading it but once i did start i couldn't finish yeah so it, you couldn't finish you couldn't finish oh it. i couldn't wait to finish that's what, I'm, that's what i meant here i'll help you there you go <laughs> I, I, I hate you that's the one time i like that audio <laughs> did you finish <laughs> now I did. But yeah, so, no, I couldn't uh, wait to finish once I started. Like I was, I just wanted to read through it all. Yeah. I, I loved it. I mean, we should accept or expect something like this from Chip Zdarsky because mm-hmm. it, he literally did this not that long ago with sex criminals and it ended up being, you know, a 30 something odd book where it's like, hey, what if uh, your superpower was every time you orgasm, time stops? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That sounds like like a bunch of college students in their dorm getting high. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> the, the elevator pitch for sex criminals? Yeah, yeah exactly. Take a sick bong rip and they're just all fucking, what if like I came and everything stopped? <laughs> yeah, that's that's sex criminals. And mm-hmm. so it same thing here with Afterlift where it's like you hear it and it sounds like half of an idea. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's only up to, well, in, in sex criminals case – teaming up with Matt Fraction. In this case, teaming up with Jason Liu, and they're able to craft this fucking neat, perfect, you know, encapsulation of, of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it originally came out on, on Comixology as separate pieces, but okay. we read it as one full thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into um, it. How do you guys feel about this book? Like as a whole? As a, as a whole, yeah. I really enjoyed it. This isn't like a... A type of story that I read about too often. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice change of pace. Um, and I just love how brash 
the character Janice Chen is. I love yeah. how, you know, uh, kind of quick-witted and and just ready to do what needs to be done she is. You know, yeah. I, I really enjoy that, uh, I, her whole character. Um, as a whole, for this story, it, it was awesome. I love these kinds of stories. Yeah, so. I agree with you completely. You know, I've been pissing and moaning for a, a, a full story for us mm-hmm. to actually sit down and get to read. So I was very happy to actually get something that had a start and an ending, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it worked. Gr- I mean, this book works so great in 100 pages. You know, mm-hmm. I would have... Uh, I wouldn't want it to be any longer, any shorter than kind of what we got right here because I feel like it gives you everything you need in like just enough storytelling to really give it that speed ability of reading it and mm-hmm. the enjoyability of getting to know the characters without like overdoing anybody too, too much, you know, or yeah. leaning into anything too much. So I thought that I thought it was fantastic. Uh, it took me a little while to get into it as much, but I think once it was really like getting into like the. Where I finally was like, holy, sh- like getting into it was more like the purgatory kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And once gotcha. we were getting like into the real, like when it started really getting like really crazy mm-hmm. was when I was like, fuck, this book's getting good as hell. Um, but I will say it took me just a little while to kind of like climb on the ride of like accepting that that a demon would even demons would even need this. You know what I mean? That that's like an yeah. interesting rule. I don't know if that was something that's in like any kind of, kind of lore mythology, mythology yeah. whatsoever that demons need a human you know, to like guide mm-hmm. them like I that to the that afterlife. Is, that is from Greek mythology. Uh, to get to the river Styx, you need someone who is living in order to get you there, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. it was an interesting premise that this whole book is essentially built on. You mm-hmm. know, and so, but it's crazy to think that. I mean, uh, Dumu, our main antagonist, yeah, demon and antagonist, kind of hints I'm that a this, demon. <laughs> that they do this to You're an alcoholic. To Uber. <laughs> That they do this to Uber and Lyft drivers all the time in this universe, you know, it's just like a normal fare for them to have to do. So it's like how many people took these fares and did these drives without ever really questioning what they were doing or why, you know, and they would take a character like Janice Chen to really break that fourth wall and be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm not just going to accept these things as reality and go along with it. Well, Dumu does say like, oh my God, they always ask questions Mm -hmm. at one point. (laughs) So there is that. But I I loved when um, you see that other demon. I forgot his name. I wrote them all up there. Um, It must have been uh, Pythasis. Pythasis is the one that throws bombs. Yeah, yeah, Pythasis, because you see him with an officer strapped (laughs) to his back. That's and he's asses. obviously riding on the officer's horse. Yeah. So I thought that was fucking hilarious. I thought it was sick. Yeah. I thought it was so dope. He was like, no, I'm traditional, y'all. Yeah. And that poor cop is just like, help me, please. He's like, I tricked him on a parking ticket. <laughs> Got him to sign a fucking parking ticket. That's how did crazy. you guys feel about like the beginning portion of this where or let me let me yeah. tell you about how I felt because yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It felt like the central characters were for sure going to be Janice and Dumu. Dumu. Mm -hmm. I thought that they were going to be continuously together and butting heads for the entire ride. And I was anticipating multiple rides to the River Sticks. I thought Susanna was just one instance of a character that Janice is going to later feel guilty about, Mm -hmm. about escorting to the afterlife. How did you guys feel about how this book kind of just went a whole hog straightforward. It surprised me it was such a contained like single night mm-hmm. in this story. I kind of expected right. like what you're saying that this was going to be like I thought it was going to be more predetermined like she was already doing this or was like very aware that she, this was her job that she helped souls get to the afterlife. I didn't think it was going to be like that chance encounter with the demon and that yeah. fateful night kind of scenario but it works 
either way, you know, yeah. I think it could have worked that way, but it still works super well to just be to have the character just thrown into these, you know, in, yeah. environments. But I, I mean that. Well, I was going to say it also gives them access to like have more of these stories, just True. not about Janice Chen. You know what I mean? We could have that's a good call. We could have After Lift too, and it's about James. Chon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, fuck. Oh shit. Oh, you, uh, yeah. Oh. I disconnected all of us somewhere. That's all right. I, I it's right here. I got it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Technical um, difficulties. <laughs> God damn it, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What were you saying? I, I was saying that uh, I actually didn't expect this to go this way i didn't expect it to be about a mortal in oh. any way oh okay. um so you, so i you thought, were anticipating like a demon well i thought it was going to be Charon. oh you thought he was going to I be i thought he was uber going driver. to be the uber the lyft driver and wow. i thought he was going to be just escorting people that didn't know that they're dead they <sighs> like maybe like, somebody died at a bar and they walk out of the bar and he's, he's their he's, taxi he's or their uber. Her, their lift and they yeah. think they're getting in a normal lift and he's just saw no motherfucker you're going to hell you know or something like <laughs> or that Hades or whatever. i thought that would have been really cool but ha- adding the the human aspect to it really i think drove it home yeah. more than that interesting maybe it's uh um fuck like death yeah, yeah. or something for I, sure for i sure. like that idea of like yeah. a more modern care on he's like oh the boat thing obviously doesn't work anymore i need like a more cool modern way which we do get a little bit within the fact that he gets paid on yeah. a cellular yeah. device you know which is like the tap payment kind of system which i thought was hilarious i like that we got him in this that he was still a necessary step to take to get to mm-hmm. the afterlifes you know that they didn't just completely um take him out of the equation mm-hmm. and and use them as like the replacement of his storyline because mm-hmm. i really like that we got caron i love when they beat the yeah. shit out of caron <laughs> you, <laughs> you just see them yeah. they, you just see them look at him and they're just go get on the boat get on the boat <laughs> kick the shit out of him i would hope he would be more powerful than that to not be so easily <laughs> fucked with he's i mean when you see him he's mainly bones yeah. <laughs> so jeez uh but yeah domu ends up being our main pro- uh, mm-hmm. antagonist, antagonist. Mm-hmm. and i was i was i thought it was going to be kind of like a Budding of heads throughout the entire run, and I thought it was going to be more like Janice, like kind of convincing Dumu to be like, uh, like to turn to to see the good in oh, humanity eventually. Like, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, and so I, I was I was anticipating something like that, but I'm I'm happy we got what we got because mm-hmm. it is just like a single night, and we get like. Uh, I, I guess like immediate redemption for the one character that we ever see who has died, mm-hmm. you know, going to the afterlife, Susanna. Um, how did you guys feel about the sprinkling of uh, backstory that we get for these characters as we go on? Like right, where they both have these tragic pasts yeah. that were getting kind of revealed to them. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I didn't completely understand, I guess maybe because what Susanna's like her through overdose. No, just why she was going to hell. Uh, Is it just she did something I, that caused her brother's death? But they yeah, didn't. No, really... she she basically left him home alone, and he. I'm assuming he died in a fire or something. Well, that's what I'm saying. They didn't oh, explain they didn't his death, died. and that yeah. was what was confusing. She obviously choosing to leave him by himself 
blames herself for him then dying but it's like mm-hmm. but what happened did someone break yeah. into their home did he burn the house down did he find a gun and accidentally shoot himself and we kind of that was the one thing mm-hmm. i was like what but it, do I you guess, think we need it yeah the what doesn't necessarily matter but it made it a little i, I wish they had confusing. explicitly said like i feel guilty for my brother's death, death. <laughs> exactly you know instead of just like later uh janice, we had janice saying, like saying, i know you feel guilty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i Honestly, though, I I really feel I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. It was it was enough background for you to get their feelings out of it. Right. You know, to tell what they were feeling. And that's what this whole story is about. This whole story is about their emotions. Yeah, you and know, I, and how they feel going through this process, this journey. So I I think that it was it was a good addition, to be honest. And one thing I'd even say on Susanna going to hell is not even that she necessarily like earned a ticket to hell so much as she genuinely believed yeah. so much that she deserved oh. to go to hell that the demons like had that access to her where they're like yeah you belong in hell right like come on that's what you believe so that's why we got you, you but know? it's also like how and domu talks about the afterlife being a, an accumulation, a, a accumulation of, all of all your beliefs so if you believe you're going to hell then of course you'll go to hell exactly Shit. do you think if i just make up a religion like all the demons and and angels will have to abide by it i deal with that too <laughs> fuck, fuck Fucking Ianism. Yeah. God is a giant hot dog. You know, we're all just his buns. (laughs) I relish the thought. (laughs) Ketchup, dude. Sorry. Um, But um, I really thought, I like Janice's backstory a little bit more because it felt a little more organic to me, which is just, you know. It was like definitely more fleshed out. Yeah, like more fleshed out and more natural on why she would be kind of the angsty adult that she's even become to this day, but even why she would feel so hell bent on helping Susanna, like as aggressively she is because she's such an analog for the sister that she's lost, True. you know, in life. And That's so a good call. it's like her chance to like get that redemption. She feels of like not having been there for her sister, maybe in the way she needed to in life. This is her chance to make up for that and be there for this person, you know, yeah, this it, lost soul. It's cool that mm-hmm. you say that. Cause I, I also feel like she's an analog, um, I'm talking about Suzanne. She's kind of, Susanna. She's kind of an analog as well for Janice. Oh, she's yeah. almost exactly like her, when in a sense that she kind of blames herself for her for past. Her. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she can't forgive herself for or anything that happened. Um, the only difference is that Janice feels like she can't blame everybody else. She can't forgive anybody else. You know. Oh, true. Yeah. So that's that's a good call. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of um, depth put into these characters mm-hmm. and i really really <laughs> extremely appreciate that especially because it didn't need to be you know it, it like you hear the premise and you're like you get what you get mm-hmm. and you paid the dollar that you knew it was worth but then chip comes over here and he's like no 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 let me spill some guts for you and then we get all this great <laughs> shit um how did you guys feel about <laughs> one of my favorite aspects of the book where the car doesn't abide by natural law oh anymore. he makes it invincible basically <laughs> i i thought that was awesome i and i thought it was hilarious that it still ran out of gas <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah how did uh, oh and eventually we made an angel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys want to talk about Twizel? Is it Twizel or, or Twizzle? I was saying Twizel. I was Twizel, yeah. I was saying saying Twizzle because I thought it sounded hilarious. <laughs> He's a Twizzler. Hey, I got Twizzlers right here. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh, Twizel. <laughs> Um, yeah, we get to Purgatory, and that's where yes. you know, Twizel is. And I, I fucking loved all the Purgatory shit. I thought the artwork all of a sudden fucking jumped up to like ten. Mm-hmm. I thought the art style worked so good. Mm-hmm. Where it's so simplistic, you know what I mean? Nothing's like overtly detailed. 
until it is, you know what I mean? And you get like these gorgeous landscapes where so much of the artwork is very simple and simplistic, but it still has massive amounts of detail going on at the same time somehow. And I was really blown away by that. It's beautiful. There's a a lot of comics that we read where there's a lot of darker backgrounds mm -hmm. and they do such a good job with the landscapes whenever it's a darker background like that. I think it's because... there's more work to be done with shadows and inking and it's the artist that's able to really get that in there where a lot of the time people draw thin lines for like a daylight background Mm -hmm. and then it's the colorist's job to figure out how to make the building reflect right you know stuff like that and so yeah i agree with you when the artist knows what they're drawing it's it's better for the colors to go in there with the colors on on a lot of more shadowy stuff. Yeah. Vice versa, where the colorist doesn't know what the artist is doing in a daylight scene, so they kind of have to make it up on the spot. They're like, I don't know, maybe this side of the building's pink. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they have to come up with choices like that. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. But I fucking love the style of these fucking like purgatory <laughs> monkey demon things. Yeah. That show Wizard up. of Oz. They look fucking badass. Like yeah. as soon as they showed up, I was like, I want more of those things. <laughs> <laughs> in this story and i was bummed that they're more of exactly just like the the angry monsters of purgatory like they're like know? tormentors yeah. essentially yeah, and then we get fucking old twizzles you yeah. know and he looks fucking super cool i love i love that sword. yeah blazing blue i like I blue fire i think blue yeah. fire is just something that'll makes me propane happy in my pants yeah, yeah. we should the start propane accessories <laughs> we should start a, a cock rock band called blue, blue fire. fire oh my god we'll just be like jing, jing, jing. oh <laughs> And then I'll have that. <laughs> that was it. That was the song. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my song? I'm trying song. to remember what, Where's my song? what mm. Twizel even did or Twizzle did to even end up in Purgatorium. Um, so, he chose not to fight in the Great War. That's... Oh, okay. So he, he decided... He abstained from the war. Oh, okay. From cool. from fighting. So basically, he didn't choose a side between good and evil. Mm. So he was put into Purgatory to... You know, repent, gotcha. essentially. And we get the idea that uh, Twizzle and, and the other demons have had a history like yeah. of running into each other and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's interesting. Um, it's also interesting that there... I mean, it, it makes sense that there would be so many demons, I guess. This must take place in Toronto. I think all the creators no. are from Toronto. <laughs> so, it's um, full of demons in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Canada. I think it's not the nice place you think it is, guys. <laughs> No, but I mean, what is the statistic? Everyone, someone dies every one point five seconds or something like that. So there must be a lot of people going to the. Either way, it's an American car, but (laughs) but there's not a lot of pure souls, I guess. Oh, true. So that's why they're so hell bent on getting Susanna Mm -hmm. because she she like they're saying innocent soul. She's one of those people who she doesn't hate. Yeah, she doesn't hate anybody or anything else. She just hates herself Mm. and. That's, I guess, kind of a rarity That's down there. That's tasty but, shit down there, you know? But I don't, man, I know a lot of people that hate themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I hate myself, but I also hate a lot of other people, you know? Fair so enough. Yeah. I'm a little, uh, yeah. You're a little spiteful. Yeah. <laughs> a little <laughs> like, I'm a little diluted by that oh, hate. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, what do y'all think about the fucking angel blood being fucking? Oh, it can be super fuel, and he's like, and it makes a good soup, and it's like, oh, it's so you super eat, versatile? You eat yourself. Sometimes. I was hoping, I was hoping he was gonna be like, holy oil. We, I have holy oil. You know, <laughs> it's uh, that's a super, oil. that's yeah. a supernatural stuff. Is it really? Holy yeah, oil? in supernatural, they have holy oil. And do they run cars on it? 
No, they use it to uh, to uh, kill uh, angels. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> or to trap an angel. Could you have imagined this being a supernatural episode? Honestly. Kind of. Yes, because a huge thing about the show is that they're touring their country. Oh. Like they're touring so their they country because they're Toronto. always on the run. <laughs> yeah, they could end up in Toronto. Uh-huh. Um, that's the type of car. And that, it was that, a that Nissan would Toronto. Be, that would be cool. Maybe they go and like they they think they're saving somebody, um, but they're the person's already dead, and they get they get them in their car and they escape and they're escorting them yeah. to the afterlife without knowing. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean the the uh, it it feels very um, so contained. It could be just like a quick like uh, like movie or something. How, how mm-hmm. would you guys feel about this? adapted i would like a three-part series oh really interesting like a just a three-part miniseries maybe even just 20 30 minutes each i I would be completely fine with that i think this would be a great netflix movie yeah yeah i think so too i think like or even like a hulu original because hulu seems to really like the more like Mm -hmm. uh horror horror side of things and i think this could be done in a more horror element and still succeed in a way yeah i mean wherever where the demons are like horrifying or you know like yeah. the, just every like you know obviously we get lucifer in this and when he shows up he could be fucking horrifying to experience you know so i think that uh it could really succeed it's just like a 90 to two hour minute movie you know yeah how'd y'all feel about um like the ending where uh janice cuts her tether to the mortal realm that was i could not believe it but like mm-hmm. when she was obviously deep into the bridge i was like fuck she, like how did she do that uh, no i or... was like she had to have cut the tether and i can't wait to see what happens i don't know i was i was wondering like are we going to see some sort of like her version of god and tell her that she can go back to which is Earth pretty much what we get yeah uh, cuz like i that that scene kind of made me tear up a little bit where where the door finally opens and we see herself come out and she's like glowing in gold and she's like i told you i made you in the image of myself you know and it's just like holy shit this is so fucking good that's how god would be just like so embracing like, hey this is what you should have expected yeah (laughs) and then i yeah and i i love the way they end the book Mm -hmm. um well yeah go back to that's more like the epilogue yeah um but i i love the way they um like Sorry, the ending of the book is more like the epilogue, but I love the way they end, like, her arc right Yeah, there. well, even Susanna's arc, too. Yes. And Twizel. Like, yeah. all three of them get their little so, happy ending. Exactly, there. and that, that's what I'm talking about. I love that whole part mm-hmm. where they you each see them meet up with God. Yeah. And I, I think that was just really, like you said, it was really beautiful the way they did it. Like, what did you expect kind of thing. I like that, um, yeah, Janice gets a, a purpose in the afterlife. Um, but w- before that, let's, let's talk about, I guess, like the final battle, because yeah. a lot of the other demons either die, uh, Dumu finally embraces his true form, which I thought looked kind of goofy, but <laughs> I was, I was yeah. like, I guess we just have to accept this. See my least favorite design. I thought all the demons looked great. Yeah. Even Dumu's like uh, normal Demon form. form. Uh, my gripe to pick was with the way Satan looked. Really? Cause like, even when he shrunk down to be man sized, yeah. um, he had like hair suddenly and I was like, oh, that doesn't look great. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was like, huh, that looks very odd. Yeah, I could agree with that for sure. He does. It just doesn't have that that presence of like 
ominous or like mm. you know like ooh, that's fucking that's the devil mm. right there yeah. <laughs> he just but, looks like another demon yeah exactly i'm a demon uh but yes yeah, zenny zenny akra which is the girl yeah gorn gornox or gornu yeah. i would say gornox yeah uh because I, I guess that is french I, i'm not sure <laughs> and then uh pythasis are the other three which... and um nice they're all pretty cool because they're all formidable in mm-hmm. their own ways and mm-hmm. then fucking zeniakra is she the one with the sword i did like i kind of yeah, like the way the he looked when he first showed up lucifer. yeah satan yes yeah. yeah or lucifer yeah they call yeah. him lucifer in this book yeah even um, though satan and lucifer are not the same person oh they aren't no yeah. oh not okay. technically but I'm not going to get into all this. I like thought B- it was like... And Beelzebub <laughs> is also technically a different well, demon. I know Beelzebub. And, but those are all names that... Yeah, that Ian knows Beelzebub, okay? Satan at some point. I'm just saying. Oh, you so. need to chill out. I, I Beelzebub. Know, I know all about Beelzebub, Kenny. <laughs> I'm like... You know, you're the... Yeah, you know all about the bubs. I'm part of the bub club. <laughs> the bub. I hate you. <laughs> I think that's a joke that Todd made at one point. Um, <laughs> can we change the group chat to that? The bub club? <laughs> Um, but anyway. no, yeah, let's, I, I just wanted to talk about, I wanted to bring up Dumu's like embracing of modern mm-hmm. technology uh-huh. and he like leans out of the car shooting at the other demons. He's like, I have embraced like new weapons, you know? <laughs> so he like shoots one of them right, the right through of the... the back of his head. <laughs> well, and then it's... and then later he shows up again with a bandage around his head. And it, well, and it shows how ruthless he is later on when Pythasis is like trying to run off with Suzanne and he literally just blows his entire fucking head mm-hmm. off and is like, nope, you're, yeah. I'm not playing around anymore. Like we were having fun before, but now now this is you know serious it's actually funny that y'all talk about him using the gun because it's not until he goes back to his normal what his form should be that he gets a sword the most ridiculous looking sword yes but like he said before demons scimitar uh yes it was a scimitar um but he said before demons love their medieval weapons (laughs) and so you know obviously when he went back to his normal form he was feeling a little more demon yep I'm a demon. Mm. <laughs> I pressed the right button. Then. <laughs> uh, um, no, but what was I going to say? I couldn't believe that Janice Chen, as a living human, was formidable enough to kill uh, Gornox by herself. Oh. She's the one who actually hits him in the head with the axe and kills oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then basically goes on to also help kill Zinnikara with... Uh, the, the Twizel, other... where she like kind of distracts mm-hmm. her long enough that he's able to like put the mm-hmm. the angel blade through her. I liked that whole theme where she had an angel blade and was like, "Oh yeah, I took it off of a a fucking dead angel I killed." And then later we find out that it was like she was like, "Ah, just kidding. He was just a scumbag angel who I wanted off of in a bet." Your people suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like rubbing his Twizel's <laughs> face. I just thought that was so perfectly demonic. Where it's like, you know, yeah. she's just like fucking saying anything she can to like fuck him up, you know, and knowing exactly what to say to fuck him up. It was kind of hard for me to gauge um, the damage that these demons could take. Because mm-hmm. we saw Dumu shoot one of them in the back of the head. We see him show up later. It's Gornox. Um, but then we also see uh, Twizel cut off Dumu's arm. And then later on, he, he has, has two arms he again. He has two arms again. So I, it was just hard for me to see, like, huh, I wonder what is actually fatal to these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they also kept playing with the aspect of, like, well, Susanna's already dead. If they were to cut her or whatever, what would happen? Mm-hmm. Like, would she just feel, like, eternal pain? Or would she go to a de- deeper hell? Like, yeah, and what would happen if she and died? Janice kind of says something like that. I think she talks, she says that to, like, Gornox, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't want to kill you. 
Um, and I'm actually really trying to, it's confusing me on where you would even go yeah. if I did kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think, I think that they would just cease to be, they would just be nothing at that oh, point because he kind of, the, so a death worse than death. Yeah. And it, because they kind of say like, Oh, I want to see them tear your soul to pieces. Oh, that's so right. yeah. The, well, Lucifer says Lucifer that, is yeah. like, I love the game of this. I want you guys to fucking fight over this shit. Yeah. I don't um, want you to work together. I want you to backstab yeah. each other to get to win my love. You know, it shows it's all just a fucking game to him at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, let's talk about, uh, Janice's parents. So after Janice's mm. sister dies, we, this is mostly through backstory and, and her talking to Susanna. Um, her sister dies from I'm I'm guessing lung issues, lung mm-hmm. cancer, or or yeah, even asthma, maybe mm-hmm. like intense yeah. asthma. She could have gotten like pneumonia, like really bad pneumonia or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but after sh- her sister, her older sister dies, um, both of her parents look towards spirituality in like completely mm-hmm. different directions yeah though. one gets deeper into the buddhism the mother while the father finds christianity christianity he finds comfort in christianity and, and i think it's because the mother's like oh it's okay because she's gonna live a whole new life you mm-hmm. know and the father's more like but i want her to stay want, who she is i, I want, want my yeah. daughter i, I want to know that her soul's her. at peace somewhere exactly not that she's gonna be a different person later on it's so dope that Within the premise of this book that Chip was like, yeah, I like the idea of like coins going to the afterlife. But what if what if you're today and you don't have coins? Well, you have your tap card. Yeah. Yeah. You just slap that on there. And then he was like, oh, but if I do this, what if I do the story, what? religion am i going with he's like well i can talk about all religions and then he's like oh what about the idea of two dueling religions about the afterlife how can i talk about this in in a presentable context that's uh approachable for everybody and and doesn't harm either yeah and kind of gives both both their like their uh, their validity again speaking about religion i love the fact that basically at the end janice converts susanna to buddhism (laughs) yeah yeah i know she she goes to oh that's so fucking good god damn it oh man uh yeah no this the the idea of that happening is so like it's all about what you believe it's so beautiful that it was he was able to and this isn't the first time that the idea of like oh yeah all religions are correct yeah is in media correct and wrong exactly yeah but it's that what we think of the afterlife the afterlife becomes you know what yeah. i mean it becomes an accumulation of belief it is everybody's mm-hmm. final destination however yeah. they imagine it it's love it, that movie it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's handpicked you know i think that's yeah. like a good nice idea is that no afterlife is the same for every you know everybody's is different mm-hmm. you know that's where the multiverse theory is fucking sexy as hell man we all get our own universe at the end of all this so I, I hope to not. To make what we wish. I want to share my verse, my multiverse with you guys. Well, it'll, be, gonna, it'll be your versions of us. Which mine's going to be the full best of supernatural. That's going to make me feel even weirder. Mine's you know. going to have 
five different Batman. <laughs> Mine's gonna have like ten Ians. What? No. no, wait, no, I'll have ten Ians. No. They're gonna be like president and <laughs> the queen and different Ians. <laughs> You're going to be every ruler across the country. God damn it. Is that what you subconsciously think of me? Because I, I'm the one that like kind of yeah. edits this podcast. <laughs> I'm like the controller of this podcast. Yeah. Exactly. God damn You're it. You're the watcher. I am. I Well, I don't want to be the prime watcher. You You're guys, the celestial. Uh, oh, goodness. I don't. So does the prime watcher only watch uh, prime video? <laughs> he, only, yeah, he, only he only watches watch, Amazon. <laughs> he only watches prime time. Okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So this book fucking good let's talk good. about the ending so they they you're right we get them the three different embraces with mm-hmm. god uh twizel Susanna, and and janice all get their their day in the sun as as superman mm-hmm. would say <laughs> superman's daddy um Papa. but then you know it's you weird like an, because huh? yeah so the epilogue is is so weird to kind of comprehend because essentially Janice has committed suicide, mm-hmm. and it and she she's, she sacrificed herself, yeah, mm-hmm. to make sure. I Susanna guess that's made the better him. idea. Is <laughs> yeah. like through, I guess it was suicide, a noble because she cut yeah. her own thread. She has sacrificed herself to help Susanna's soul reach its final destination, as we were saying, but, which is through reincarnation. But arguably, um, she was going to die either way if she think didn't so? help. If she didn't help. Uh, Susanna. She was always going to be stuck there. Yeah, she, oh. if she well, she didn't help Susanna, Domu would have just killed Susanna and then gone back and killed Janice. And there, well, if Janice was able to kill Domu regardless, yeah, then... yeah. But he mentioned that if the soul wasn't delivered, there was no way for her to get back. Exactly. Oh. So I have to believe whatever contract through the Lyft app she yeah. signed with him, she's essentially trapped in the afterlife until their contract sees finality which mm-hmm. it would never see if, since she's betrayed their deal you know so it's almost i think she's re- stuck there regardless like he kind of mm-hmm. mentioned and the cutting of the tie is basically saying i have chosen to never even attempt she to get back to the she decided her own faith yeah like Fate. i i so, choose yeah. to be stuck here versus mm-hmm. you know having hope that i might make it back okay so that makes sense i guess now what we have to talk about is that <laughs> Susanna has, or no, Janice mm-hmm. has assumed the role of an angel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is it in purgatory, like where Twizel was? Which is what it seems like, because she's obviously fighting the purgatory. I think she's there to guide lost souls. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because that's what she did with Susanna, and that's what she did with Twizel. So do you think Twizel was doing that previously, or do, do you think Twizel no. was just as lost? Twizel think- was just lost, and he was... He, he had really, exiled himself yeah, to purgatory. Because they, they talked about how he had already cleansed his sins and mm-hmm. he could have left at any time. Interesting. But he yeah. didn't he couldn't let go. And I want to believe that God seeing her having been this such Guiding. a willingly sacrificial person. Mm-hmm. Someone who's willing to literally give it all up for someone she had never even met until that night it, she's i mean who, who's more angelic than that you know what yeah. i mean so i think it's like her having earned this position she in a sense she, she's uh, she earned her wings but in but like he's she's saying worthy. has chosen to be like well i don't want to live up here in the sun i want to go down there and guide these lost souls like mm-hmm. i know are wandering around lost and scared down there you know so, so how now i guess my final question is how fucked was it that chip killed off her dad oh no <laughs> i can imagine well like if you go back and you look at him towards the beginning of the mm-hmm. book uh-huh he 
doesn't look as old yeah. as he does uh, towards the end. I think a lot of time okay, has so passed. So a lot of time has passed. So yeah, it's probably okay. been a long while. She's I was ageless, like, you know? Yeah, and, I was like, oh, it's been what, a year and you killed been like off her It's been two days. <laughs> it's the next day. You could argue he died of uh, despair from his oh, only daughter having disappeared broken. because he's obviously guilt-ridden mm-hmm. over that, you know? He's and like, hopefully through his wife's uh, beliefs, she's feeling... Like all of her her loved ones, because both her children now her husband mm-hmm. have all gone. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's sad regardless. The idea of death is sad regardless. But yeah, to have that ending shot with her her dad being lost and aimless in those fucking purgatory monkey demons <laughs> picking on him, and then she comes in to save his life is she's like, wait, what's up, pops? Yeah, <laughs> what's up, daddy o? Wonderful. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. full end of the book that was so heartfelt. I was like, damn. Yeah. I can't believe in a hundred pages they made this silly ass idea just come to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great, you know? I loved this book. I honestly did in a lot of ways. I thought it was something that only Chip could have really pulled off, you know? Yeah. I feel definitely. like other writers could definitely pull it off, but in completely different ways. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I really No one could have done it this lighthearted. That's true. It's something I, I guess I'd argue. It would have been either more horrific or much more seriously toned, you know? Yeah. It's, all those, it's all those Spider-Man comics, man. <laughs> Susanna would have had, like, slit wrists or something, you know? Oh, yeah. We would have seen, like, terrible shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this book is available physical. Um, you can get it, to our listeners, you can get it on Comixology, collected like we did for $7, or you can hmm. get it at Barnes & Noble. It is, there is a physical version. I don't know who it's published through. I guess it's published through uh, Comixology mm-hmm. still, but hmm. just physical. Um, so that's cool. I, I, that I'm, is awesome. Go I'm, buy it. Yeah, definitely. I'm thinking about it. grabbing myself a copy, to be honest. Yeah, because like, I would love to have this on my shelf. I mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. this is a, a perfect little... Um, Add it to my little chip corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having a shelf and the corner's chipped off, and you're like, here's my chip corner. <laughs> it's my corner of chip. <laughs> Do you keep your chips there? Mm-hmm. Yep, Doritos. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poker. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything that comes up. <laughs> so that um, was it. That was the afterlift. Afterlift. Uh, Jason Lou's art, fucking dope. He has a book awesome. called oh i should have had this ready is that what it's called it's called uh I was jason losing my mind the whole time <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> let me look up jason Lou's book because i want to read that book for the uh for the podcast as well it is called the pitiful human lizard um <laughs> yeah i know it sounds crazy but it looks dope cool. i mean it's this guy's art yeah so did you say the pitiful human lizard the pitiful no human i really lizard. did like I talked on a little bit earlier, appreciate his art and the simplicity mm-hmm. of it in a sense. You know, nothing. And is... his mother. Yeah. <laughs> this this issue is called, yeah, and his mother. Anyway, go on. Nothing so detailed that it just feels jarring at any time. I mm. felt like the art perfectly flowed through this. And, and even when we got, you know, like these crazy looking demons and stuff, they didn't feel crazy next to Janice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Everything still felt like it belonged in a in a consolidated world. And I... That greatly goes to the art and the coloring done yeah, in the book. Definitely, for sure. Exponentially. Um, the uh, there's this nice little haze of like kind of like grit or noise on this book. It just feels so nice and it's it's I just love the way it looks. Mm-hmm. It looks so dope. Um, next week next we're gonna be talking week. about one of my all time favorite Chip Zdarsky books, Star Lord. Chris Whoa. Pratt? Not Chris Pratt. Oh. 
my Star Lord. <laughs> the um, real Star Lord. Not my Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, this book literally helped me love Star Lord as a character. It takes place after the Guardians of the Galaxy have been grounded on Earth. Okay. And they all found out that Thanos was being kept captive by the Avengers. Oh. And Star Lord knew the whole time and didn't tell them. So Gamora is mostly angry, but has pretty much that he's been exiled. From so this the is definitely going on through like Ooh, the new okay. Avengers kind of stuff and all that when they're like pre Black Swan it, where Thanos it, is in captivity. I can't remember like the Illuminati stuff. I think it takes place after Secret Wars. Oh, okay, so it's even after that. So he just got re imprisoned somehow. <laughs> it's right before Civil War Two. Okay, so it there's a lot of shit. Going yeah, on. I mean, yeah. but all I uh, all I need you guys They're to know putting that asshole in jail. Sorry. Yeah, all I need you guys to know is that Star Lord is stuck on Earth and he's not with the Guardians anymore because they're mad at him. Yeah, that's cool. And so from there. <laughs> We're going to dive right into this book because, boy, howdy, I love in that, it. In that Chris Anka art, which I'm yes. fucking pumped for. Yeah. That's one, that's We're going to see Hunky Star-Lord. Oh, yeah. I'm anchoring for some Chris Anka art. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Rate and review us on iTunes or Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Uh, if you guys give us Weird. a five-star rating... Um, I will read your review on air. Just, just don't say long. any naughty shit yeah. on it. Yeah, you can you better say, watch your fucking mouth. You can say the fuck word, <gasps> but you can't say pretty much anything. The else. fuck word. You can say shit. You no, don't no. say bitch. No ass. Yeah, don't don't talk about bitch. Don't say ass. Don't yeah. say ass. Don't say bastard. Oh, I can't um, believe you said or, that. Or that or or that word for uh, kitty cats. We don't wanna, oh god! Don't, don't want to hear that one either. You know, yeah, clitoris, vagina, yeah, that one. <laughs> um, so all right, Star Lord next week, guys. Y'all fucking ready? I'm ready. Well, I'm, we're gonna fucking do it. We're gonna see y'all then. We're gonna see you on another time. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Leave. Okay, this one's gonna be real bad news for my ass.